So welcome to Lent. Today's readings present us with some strange contrasts and some difficult transitions. This week we're caught between the covenant and its fulfillment, between the preparation and the journey. We are in the midst of both commitment and new decisions. We are caught between the flood and the desert. The flood in the book of Genesis is what might be called an etiological myth. And whether it's based on actual events is not actually all that important. The story is designed to explain the occasional appearance in the sky of a rainbow. It's a sign in the heavens of God's covenant. And so every sighting of a rainbow should remind us of that covenant. As this reading was being proclaimed, did you hear something different about the formulation of this covenant? Who is God making this covenant with? Not just with the people of Israel, but with everyone, with every creature. The other covenants that God makes with us, the covenant with Abraham, the covenant with Moses, uh, the covenant with uh, King David, all of those were designed for his people, for the people of Israel. But here, the covenant with Noah is for everyone. And so the rainbow is a reminder that God has promised to never again cleanse the earth with the flood. And so this is the beginning of creation's redemption in Christ. We have God's promise that the forces of nature will never be used again to destroy us. Instead of being cleansed, creation is going to be redeemed. From the earliest days of Christianity, the flood and this Noahic covenant were seen as symbols of baptism. In the first letter of Peter, our epistle for today, we're given what is essentially a baptismal homily that spells out this connection. Our baptism is a flood of God's grace that changes our nature and initiates our redemption. When we are claimed by Christ, we are subject to God's mercy and forgiveness, and no external force can ever remove or destroy the redemption that's gained for us by Christ. When we hear that line in that first letter of Peter about Christ preaching to the spirits in prison, we tend to think about the line from the Apostles' Creed that refers to Christ redeeming souls imprisoned in purgatory prior to his resurrection. But a careful reading of the Greek, if you can do that, and frankly I can't, but that indicates that this preaching to those spirits in prison in this instance refers to Christ speaking to the forces of evil, explaining that their time is past and their power is ended. No external force can remove or destroy our redemption by Christ. So what about internal forces? Because we are creatures with free will, we must make decisions that will verify and testify to the truth of our salvation in Christ. We face decisions, large and small decisions, about the general direction of our lives, 
and decisions about specific actions and situations. And sometimes we decide wrongly and need to seek reconciliation with God and with each other. So Lent is a time for us to seek that reconciliation and to prepare ourselves for the celebration of Christ's resurrection at Easter. It's very different from our other season of preparation, Advent. During Advent, we tend to spend a lot of time and energy preparing things externally, decorating the house, buying gifts, playing music, putting up lights. We don't have a lot of songs for Lent that you hear on the radio. We don't put strings of lights around, purple lights in the house for Lent. That is not a thing. But during Lent, we do more internal preparation. Once the ashes are off our foreheads, that preparation is mostly internal. Prayer and fasting and almsgiving are things that aren't easily seen or celebrated. Repentance and self-denial and reconciliation are things that happen in our minds and hearts. And for those preparations to take place, most of us will need a break from the external distractions of our lives. And that brings us from the flood to the desert. For thousands of years, people have gone into the desert to pray and to prepare. The desert is a simple place with no other people, no work to do, no coffee bars, no Wi-Fi. People go into the desert to find a quiet place where God can speak clearly to the heart. But there are temptations in the desert. The gospel makes that clear. But these temptations aren't external distractions like wealth, achievement, or status. These are internal temptations. The temptation to speak instead of listen to seek our own path instead of seeking for God's will, to fill the silence with ourselves instead of allowing God to fill it for us. Jesus spent 40 days in the desert preparing for his public ministry. He needed that time and that space, and he needed to be tempted. Better to face that temptation with clarity in the desert than to try and sort it out later in the midst of his travels to Jerusalem. In the desert, Jesus found the clarity that would allow him to start that next phase of his ministry. And our 40 days of Lent can work the same way if we don't fear the desert. Lent can be a time of purification and of reflection and renewal. But that can only happen if we embrace the desert and give ourselves time and space in which God can speak and in which we can face our own temptations clearly and honestly. How you embrace that desert is up to you. Most people can't spend 40 days literally wandering in the desert, but maybe this Lent you could give yourselves half an hour a day of silence. Maybe you could take a day or two to get out of your regular situation and seek some solitude. This year, of course, most of us are already feeling 
the effects of ongoing deprivations forced by the pandemic. Staying home, staying isolated, avoiding family and friends. For many of us, it feels like we've been in the desert for a year. So maybe this Lent shouldn't be as much about deprivation and giving things up. Perhaps we'd be better off making this Lent about prayer and fasting and almsgiving. A little quiet, a bit of self-control, and some extra generosity might be our best preparation for the coming joys of Easter and maybe the things that will take us from the flood to the desert and to resurrection.